This is a podcast from Rover. Sharon, Steph and Nixon. It is the end. Sharon, Steph and Nixon. Tuesday afternoon, we have a very special visitor joining us again in studio. Vic from The Curve. An entrance. The Curve is an incredible website, an incredible podcast where women or anyone can go and get investment uh, knowledge and get clued up in the world of money, right? Um, you've taught me a lot in your podcast, Vic. Oh, great. And, and someone's listening. <laughs> We get a lot of people listening. You guys yes. won best podcast last yeah, year. Yeah, Vic, that was the worst good. attempt of trying to be humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, you, I love watching, especially your clips on Instagram. I, that is like these little bite-sized things that just make my life better. And oh. that's why we wanted to have you on the show because uh, you and Soph do such a great job on the curve. Uh, for people that maybe have never uh, heard you on the show with us before, what is your Flash job title? What's your experience? Why should we listen to you? Well, head of finance, but it sounds oh. so boring. <laughs> so it's a better one. Hers is head of content, which kind of is everything. Yeah. Uh, but no, I have been uh, living and breathing finance and investing pretty much my whole life. So I thought I would share my knowledge through the curve. And so with my brain and Soph's brain coming together, we create uh, money and finance that's interesting and exciting and you're learning without realising you're learning. Yeah, so. Perfect timing too. Right now, you know, people are trying to tighten up their budgets and all totally, that. Totally. Cost yeah. of living's getting harder. 100%. So, yeah. so people that may missed uh, you on the show last time, you can uh, go back and listen to it on our podcast. Uh, but you, did, we were talking about how to save money when you're doing your supermarket shopping. Uh, but a lot of people who have asked us since then were like, how do I even do a budget? Like, I'm not good at this stuff. So Vic, today, we want to learn about how to split that paycheck so that we can save money and not just be like living paycheck to paycheck and what's the best way to do it. And sticking to it too because that's yeah. the hardest. That is the hardest. And that's the thing with budgets. Everyone kind of goes, oh, no, not a budget. That's so restrictive. I'm going to have such a boring life. And mm-hmm. so we've come up with a little simple – or we didn't actually come up with it. Google did. Claim it. Claim it. Of a way to split your paycheck, which is an easier way than sticking to a budget. So it's, it's called the 50-30-20 and it's 50% is your needs – 30% is your wants and then 20% is your savings or invest, investments. So Ooh. whatever your paycheck is, if you get paid $100,000, if you get $50,000, that's percentages. So you, you split it according to you. Mm. Okay. And But it is, you've got to be pretty strict with yourself because in the needs is like groceries, rent, mortgage. You know, it's not... Uber Eats, it's not shopping, it's not, you know, it's very much your actual needs. And then the next 30%, the wants, that's everything. That's the shopping. That's the Netflix. That's the tequila shots. You know, that is (laughs) whatever you want your wants to be. And then the rest, the 20%, is savings or investments if you've got debt. That should be paid down first from that 20%. uh, Or also if you're building an emergency fund, that should be that 20%. So it's a quick and dirty way of splitting your paycheck. Do you ever bump into people who are like, well, I know this is kind of to other people a want, but I think it's a need. Oh, totally. Like, Te- tequila. That's a tequila. need for me. Yeah, right. That's a need. Because <laughs> I was thinking like yeah. internet. Like, is it a need or is it a want? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be different for everyone. And some people are like, oh, but my wants, sorry, my needs are kind of 80% of my of my paycheck. And it's like, mm. that's all good. It's more splitting the rest amongst your wants because you still need some wants. Otherwise, you're not going to stick to it. Yeah. You know, you've still got to look after yourself and have a bit of fun. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to fall off the bandwagon a lot. Mm. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on, like, credit cards? 
Because so I've got a credit card, but I am a spender. So my limit is five hundred dollars. I'm not allowed, and and that's it. And so I can't because I got given a I got approved for a credit card when I was nineteen years old, and they gave me a three thousand dollar limit. At that time, I was earning nine dollars an hour. I don't even know how I got given that credit card, and then um, I just ended up in massive debt that I had to like pay my parents back for so what's your vibe on a credit card like is it just a big no way or is it a small limit and like how what do you think when you're when you've got that budget that you just told us about yeah 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 Yeah. well don't beat yourself up about that i was definitely in the same boat when i was younger Mm. i was like oh my gosh the bank's giving me so much money i'm spending it and yeah i actually have to pay that back that's not not my money uh but no credit cards it's very easy to say don't have one um but in this you know, environment they're in at the moment. A lot of people need them to to survive. And if you use them correctly, they're actually okay. If you remember to pay it back and you remember to, you know, if you're going to spend on it and then use part of your paycheck to pay it off, that's fine. It's more when you forget to pay it off, you get stung with fees or you get into a spiral of not paying it off and then you're in a bigger mm-hmm. predicament. So it's just making sure that you use it responsibly is how, how we say it. And it's better if you have to to use a credit card than a buy now pay later for example so i mean they're both credit you're both borrowing money but you know one is slightly better than the other so with yeah. the buy now do you mean like hps or do you mean like afterpay afterpays okay. and like, yeah because they're 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 really harmful to your credit rating so if you if you're wanting to buy a house or wanting to um you know just at the bank they're really really bad for your credit rating so and you're, you're spending beyond your means you know you're like oh I, I can now afford two tops instead of one. And yeah. so you're kind of, it's not reinforcing that if I don't have the money, I shouldn't be spending it. So, but it's hard. I mean, a lot of people use buy now, pay later for uh, essential items nowadays because, you know, that paycheck so isn't going as far. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very easy to sit here and say, don't use it. But, you know, just, yeah, everybody's situation is so different. Mm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Afterpay, like, I don't know how I didn't know that, would affect your credit rating like that. It seems crazy now to think that there's, like, a huge thing where it's like, after payday, go and everyone go tick a whole lot of bunch of stuff up. Like, we would never have been like, it's HP day, guys, it's trying to hire <laughs> purchase that, no, like, that really happened, expensive car. That happened when we tried to buy a house and my wife had to clear all her Afterpays before the bank would even consider mm-hmm. the loan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I was like, oh, Afterpay, is it? And she, because those things you can hide so easy and then just forget about them. Mm-hmm. I did that. I remember I signed up once just to see how it works and, mm. and learn a bit about it. And then this was like years later, the bank was like, you've got Afterpay. I was like, no, I don't. I haven't used that for years. They're like, yeah, but you're still signed up. So it was kind oh. of like this weird, I was like, oh, I thought I quit out of it, and but I hadn't. So it's just one thing to be really careful of you know, so it doesn't ping you. Mm. Okay, well, mm. that is a very, very good way of looking at things. And even like in my mind, as you're saying it, I'm like, that is not how I do my budget. And it <laughs> actually makes sense to me to do it like that. Yeah, have yeah. you had plenty of feedback with the, especially that chipping away and putting that 20% in every paycheck? And it must creep up for people who are actually like doing it properly. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I mean, if, if it's not 20%, if it's 10, anything is better than, than nothing. And it's crazy to think, so say for example, you had $100 that you were like, you know what, I'm going to put that aside this month into my savings. Mm. You know, that, that $100 invested over 30 years is going to be $2,000. So the way to think about that in reverse is if you're like, oh, should I go out for dinner and spend that hundred dollars? It's like you're not spending hundred dollars; you're spending two thousand dollars at dinner. True, you know. So it's like, a, yeah. like it. 
So it's yeah. a way to think about it. It's not, yes, it's $100 today, but it's like, what, what will that $100 be in the future for oh, me? Oh, but it's so, like going out for dinner is so <laughs> nice. I know, I know. You've got to balance, you know, some <laughs> some some wants and some some investments. It's, hard, it's, eh? it's so funny. We were like literally talking to um, uh, producer Cal about this because he is like oh. the king of Uber Eats. And, and his camera. And uh, so he's just bought this like $2,500 camera. I don't know. If, nice. oh, should we say that? Will he get bad? Why would you say nice? <laughs> okay, you're trying to get him to say money. just bought this expensive <laughs> camera, but we keep saying to him, he's like, oh, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that, blah, blah, blah. And we always say to him, we're like, Cal, do you know that if you had not bought all of those things that you have been talking about the last mm. three days, you would have saved $500 for your camera? And he's like, oh, yeah. oh wow. Like, but I would have thought the exact same mm. thing, like when I was... You know, twenty-one. Well, how old is he? Well, he's twenty-four he's 20, now. He's twenty-four. <laughs> twenty-five. He's twenty-five now. Oh. Yeah. So he'll always be. always be twenty in my eyes, Cal. Do you feel like people's relationship with money is like kind of? Uh, it's been tainted because like plastic because of like debit cards and it's just there's no emotional ties to money anymore it's very easy to swipe or tap and spend money yeah it's like yeah. and and for for kids growing up now it's just like digits on a screen and yeah. like for, at yeah. least for us we had the the like concept I still of hold cash. cash some people that's their way yeah. of budgeting or saving is to like uh, literally get cash out of the atm and say this is how much i'm going to have for this week and once it's gone it's gone and when you're physically giving away cash yeah. there's oh. an emotional attachment to that $20. when you see a 50 dollar note <laughs> yeah. broken into like different denominations it breaks your heart that's yeah. how my mum taught me how to budget is mm. that I would get uh, so I would have to look, she would help me like pay my rent and all that sort of stuff and then I would have $10 a day as spending money during the week and then I could have um, like $50 for the weekend and I'd have to get two bags and I'd have to get um, like all these Love $10 it. notes and then I'd just have like my $50 note for the weekend and mm. once it was gone it was gone. gone and it's whatever works for you if that still works for you yeah. that's great that's great if it works for you to have different bank accounts you know where yeah, you can't yeah. see the money that's fine whatever works for you everyone's so different so I do yeah. that with my, used to do that with my savings now I just have Bryce, he doesn't let me see our savings account. But um, <laughs> isn't it interesting how everyone's so different? Because my sister is a lot like you, Sharon. Where as soon as you get your money, your paycheck, and you want to kind of spend it straight away because it's fun. Whereas like I'm probably a bit more like Bryce, where I love to save. I love watching mm. the numbers grow, and it's like totally based on just your personality type or your brain or whatever. It's like everyone could be so different with, totally. with that. Totally. And mm. if you start to see it grow, that gets quite addictive, and then you want to put more and more and more away because you're like, oh my god, it's growing and it's growing even more, and so. Yeah. It's whatever floats your boat, really. Yeah. Whatever, what's your trigger to make you make you save and invest? So, yeah, right. oh. so what's the breakdown again? 50% your needs, needs 30% your wants, 20% invest or save. Or, or pay debt. off debt. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I was counting that in my head. No, it is 100. Finance girl gets the, the numbers wrong. Oh, gosh. We can, we can, we can 98%. Where's yeah. the other 2%? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Vic, thank you so much for coming in. Remember, if you want to check out The Curve, you can text CURVE to 3343 or check out our show notes below. It'll take you through so you can have a listen to Vic and Soph on The Curve. It's such a great podcast. And uh, we will chat to you next time. Thanks. Thank you, Thanks, Vic. Vic. <laughs> Sharon Stephen Nixon.